0: Who misuses his name? Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male or female servant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. When the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, Speak to us yourself and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid. God has come to test you so that the fear of God will be with you to keep you from sinning. This is the word of the Lord.
1: The second reading is taken from Matthew 21, reading verses 33 to 46, the parable of the tenants. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. When the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his fruit. The tenants seized his servants. They beat one, killed another, and stoned a third. Then he sent other servants to them more than the first time, and the tenants treated them the same way. Last of all, he sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, this is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. So they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? He will bring those wretches to a wretched end, they replied, and he will rent the vineyard too to other servants, who will give him his share of the crop at harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this and it is marvellous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. Anyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard Jesus' parables, they knew he was talking about them. They looked for a way to arrest him. But they were afraid of the crowd, because the people held that he was a prophet. This is the word of the Lord.
2: So we're going to be thinking this morning about, um, about listening, and particularly listening to God. And we're going to come to the parable, um, parable up there in a minute. But before that, God, the children have just left, haven't they? That was excellent timing. No, quite sensible. They sensed the sermon was coming, so I can kind of fully understand that. I was going to ask them, when's it important to listen? Um, So you can tell me instead. When's it important to listen to things? All the time? Yeah, okay, that's a very generic answer. Thank you, you, Christine. Um, Yeah, no, you're right. No, and actually, probably that's very prophetic for what we're going to be thinking about later. But... It's important to kind of listen to instructions. Sometimes important to listen to, to advice, especially if it's good advice. And, sorry, to the, to the notices. Important to listen to learn things. To your wife, yeah. I was gonna, yeah. Come to. <laughs> Some people do find it difficult to listen to instructions, and my wife tells me that I find it very difficult to listen to instructions. Um, she has to write them out for me, but then they say men never read instructions, so I'm not sure if that helps either. But, um, so, when, what about listening to God? Well, our first reading here was of the, um, the Ten Commandments. We're so familiar with those, and many old churches actually have them written out in the, in the, front, of, in the front of the church. Um, that's a picture of Mount Sinai, where Moses... Um, received the Ten Commandments from God, wrote them on a stone and then and then gave them, gave them to his people. But following instructions is difficult and actually Christianity is far more than just about following a set of rules, instructions. Being a disciple of God is far more than just following that, that set of instructions. We need to be able to listen to him. later on in the new testament there's a lovely verse that that the prophet jeremiah wrote jeremiah 31 this is the covenant i will make with my people of israel after that time i will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts moses wrote out the ten commandments on a bit of stone well god wrote the commandments out on the stone he now wants to write them into, into our hearts. The people heard the Ten Commandments from Moses, they didn't want to hear from God himself, but God now speaks to us. We need to listen to build a relationship with God, to be able to live our life alongside Him, working with Him for His Kingdom. that's where we need to get to but day to day listening to God can sometimes be a challenge I'm quite visual as I've said I don't like looking at things written on bits of paper very much unless they're equations which is fine but they're things I can visualize one of the things I can kind of visualize is kind of going up down and sideways and you can kind of think of that in terms of the many ways in which God speaks to us Looking down, perhaps, when we're reading his word. Looking sideways when we're looking at what other Christians, what in a sense in, in the old days prophets said, but now God speaks to us through other people in the church and God speaking to them, to us. And God speaks directly to us when we worship, when we sing songs, when we just meditate on him and his greatness. And everything he does. When we're in our own special place, I've got one which is up on the ridgeway which I cycle to and it's a lovely little clove. It's kind of used by people for wild camping on the quiet which kind of suggests it's a lovely place but you're surrounded by trees and it's a great place just to get off the bike and stop. God speaks to us in so many different ways in mediums, and directions I wasn't here on Friday morning but we had the morning prayer here and I hear that that God spoke a word to the people there and that perhaps it's a word to us as well a word that although we, we often concentrate on doing things but you also perhaps seem to think of things that we need to shake off from the past in our lives maybe feelings of hurt or pain the frustrations of things that haven't worked out we move on, need to move on unencumbered to a new start. That was a message that I think came out, out from Friday morning. If you want to know more, speak to those that were there. <laughs> Grant was there, <laughs> I know. Um, Amy was there, perhaps others. Maybe a message that God is speaking to us today. And then I want to come on to the Parable. An owner sent his agents to tell the tenants what was the right thing to do. But they wouldn't listen. They wanted to keep all the produce of the vineyard for themselves. So the owner did more. He sent his son. Now for the Jewish leaders and for us, God did more than just send a list of instructions for what we do. He actually sent Jesus to show us how to live so that we can actually be part of bringing his kingdom on earth, accepting him and following his example. More than just following commandments, the commandments are important, but better we can actually now look at Jesus, look at his life but also look at what he speaks to us today. God's speaking to us. The gospel ends with the, the, the gospel reading the parable that Jesus told ends with the Jewish leaders rejecting Jesus. They didn't listen to the parable. Well, I guess we're all here today because we do want to listen to God. In Exodus, the people said, speak to us yourself and we will listen. But far more than just listening to Moses, we can now listen to God. In the many ways that he speaks to us, we can just open our hearts to his message and to his word. Amen. Let's move on to the creed. We're going to sit together. So let's stand now as we affirm our, our faith and listen to God also through the, 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 the ancient words or the adaptation of those words. Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. He was buried, he was raised to life on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Afterwards, he appeared to his followers, to all the apostles. This we have received, and this we believe. Amen. Now we're going to continue
3: in worship.
4: Yes, if you don't mind staying standing, if you can, we're going to sing together. Let's take a minute to say to the Lord still our hearts so that we can listen to you. Help us to hear you speaking through creation, through other people, through the words that we share on Sundays, through the scriptures. And Lord, if you're speaking to any of us about shaking off something and leaving it behind, to do that now and so that we can receive from you and be healed and go forwards.
5: Be still.
6: be seated. Hopefully when you arrived this morning, you were all given a very strange little piece of multicoloured ribbon. If you haven't got one, please stick your hand up and the wonderful Jonathan will run one to you. You'll need one to pray with. Excellent job. Okay. Okay. I'm a numbers person, and all week, numbers have been flying around my head trying to get things organized at work. Um, And and it reminded me of some Bible verses I learned when I was quite young about numbers. Um, And it felt really poignant as I was preparing um, to pray today. So, Ecclesiastes 4.12 says, Though one may be overpowered... Two can defend themselves, but three is even better. A cord of three strands cannot be easily broken. And in Matthew 18, 20, Jesus reminds us, wherever two or three come together in his name, he will be there with them. All too often, when we think of strengthening numbers, we think of huge numbers, don't we? We think of large crowds that are protest hordes of of men in armies but there is power in just a few. There is power when we worship our God who is three persons in one, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. For me worship is three parts, it's singing, it's listening and it's praying and worship should be filled with joy for the love we freely receive from this God three persons in one. So we're going to use our string now um, to pray to God in joy. You take your first string. This, This reminds us of Jesus. As you hold it, think about something you want to thank God for, something that Jesus has made a difference to you in your life. Maybe you have a name on your heart, of someone you want to bring closer to Jesus. And as those thoughts come to mind, tie a knot
3: in that piece of ribbon. The second strand... Reminds us of others.
6: Who is on your heart today that needs healing or peace or courage or strength from God? What situation in the headlines this week has angered you or upset you? Who in your family or who in your friends and neighbours? do you want to give thanks for today? As you think of those people and situations, tie a
3: knot in your string for each that comes to mind. Now take the third strand
6: and focus on yourself. What do you need to bring to the foot of the cross and leave behind with God today? What do you want to thank God for doing in your life? What blessing are you seeking from God? As the thoughts come to your mind, tie a knot in your ribbon for each.
3: As people, we can often feel tied up in knots, but
6: when we come together in Jesus' name, we are transformed. This is the tricky bit. As you think about the blessings you've had from God, turn your three single chords into a
3: beautiful plait.
6: might want to tie it off at the end so it doesn't come apart, which is what mine's doing.
3: We are all beautiful in God's eyes and I'm sure he
6: will think our plaits, which we can use as Bible markers as prayer reminders are just as beautiful as we offer all of our prayers to our God in three persons let's share together in the prayer that Jesus taught us God speaks to us as we listen God speaks to us if we will hear our Father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come
4: you. Uh, if anybody wants lessons in platting, uh, see see one of us later. <laughs> and um, we're now going to stand to sing our offertory hymn. so the offertory will be brought forward right at the end of the hymn. Lord, be my vision, supreme in my heart. Our best thought in the day or the night.
2: prayer for our offertory. Lord God of all, accept our offering of this money this day, but also the offering of our lives. Help us to live simply, generously and courageously, that our lives may point to you. Amen. Amen.
4: love the um, rewriting of that old hymn. It was written in Irish Gaelic of the 8th century and so for hundreds of years none of us over here knew it because they said it as a prayer in Gaelic and it, I find it amazing that this um, the words and the meaning of these words have been said for um, hundreds and hundreds of years and somebody Um, I think in the Victorian or a bit earlier times, translated it. There's been two or three translations into English, and this is the latest one that we've just been singing. And I think it's so lovely, and the words come afresh when they're renewed. And um, he is the Lord of our hearts, and he does give us his, his vision. So as we come to our closing prayers, there's a picture of something that was broken, that's been mended and made beautiful even with the cracks in it great god you are one god you bring together what is scattered and mend what is broken bind up all our wounds and heal us in spirit that we may be renewed as disciples of jesus christ our master and savior amen let's say this together let us go in peace We go into the world to walk in God's light, to rejoice in God's love, and to reflect God's glory. Amen. And you're very welcome to go into the church centre right now and join us for coffee and refreshments. And the notices are going to come up now. So if you want a reminder, they're coming through. And do take the notice sheet home with you. Otherwise, it would just get thrown away, so do take it home.
7: Thanks. Hi, everyone. Um, I just wondered if I could share something with you. Sorry, I'm barging in at the end of the service. Um, But I really felt God speak to me in this service, Um, and I thought you might want to know, because following what Jonathan was saying, God speaks to us in all kinds of places, and I was looking up, um, and... I shut my eyes, but if you shut your eyes and you look up, you still see the light coming through your eyes sometimes. And I haven't done that very much. Um, And it was amazing what I felt God say to me, which was, um, I'd like to take your snuffer off. (laughs) Um, And at the top, we've got a little snuffer on the top of our uh, beacon there. Um, I don't know if you can see it, but um, just if you feel like somebody snuffed you out ever, (laughs) Or if you feel like you've been snuffed a little bit, um, then God is speaking to you saying, it's time now I'd like to take a snuffer off for you and uh, free you up so the light might bubble out from the beacon I've made you to be. That's all i got. Bless you.